0: Is Special Prosecutor Larry Clayman.
1: I'm the only lawyer ever to obtain a court ruling that a president of the United States committed a crime. For
0: truth. For competition. As
1: a young lawyer, I helped break up AT&T. That's why you have all your cell phones today. For
0: sovereignty. For the Republic.
1: I'm the guy who at Judicial Watch, which I founded, uncovered the China Gate scandal. Millions of dollars going to the Clinton campaign, corrupting our political system.
0: For the privacy of citizens. And I'm
1: the only guy who have enjoined the National Security Agency from mass surveillance on hundreds of millions of Americans.
0: Tearing it up.
1: I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice.
0: Bringing it back.
1: We're going to take this country apart and put it back together again in the way envisioned by our founding fathers.
0: It's not just talk.
1: We're not just regurgitating news stories. Larry Klayman, special prosecutor, is making the news. And now,
0: here's Larry.
1: Welcome to this week's edition of Special Prosecutor of Larry Klayman. Maybe I should say I'm prosecuted. I don't know. But I'll tell you something. What's going on in the world today is frightening. It's disgusting, and it needs to be addressed. And let me talk about one thing up front here. And we're going to have Ammon Bundy on later of the Bundy family, the famous Bundy standoff in Bunkerville, Nevada, where they stood down the government who tried to take away their cattle, destroy their ranching business. Uh, They stood up for their rights, and they won. They fought the law, and they won. But on the other hand, once they won, an indictment having been dismissed by a hostile judge, an Obama-appointed judge, Gloria Navarro, an appeal was taken by the same prosecutors who committed gross prosecutorial abuse and criminality. These prosecutors hid exculpatory evidence, just like happened with General Mike Flynn in the Russian collusion investigation. They lied to the court. They presented witnesses who testified falsely under oath. There was a kill list on the heads of the Bundys, and they got caught. And this judge who did everything she could to violate the Bundy's constitutional rights after they were indicted for standing up to Obama's Bureau of Land Management and FBI. After that happened, uh, and the indictment ultimately was dismissed, who took the appeal of that indictment? The Bill Barr Justice Department. And that's because in Washington, D.C., The Republican establishment protects itself. But if you're someone like the Bundys, then you can go to hell. And in fact, right after the government took that appeal, and it was appealed by the same prosecutors who committed this gross criminality and abuse, I wrote to Attorney General Barr and I said, you have to dismiss this indictment. This isn't right. You're subjecting them to more emotional distress a lot more expense. You know, General Flynn was bankrupted. The Bundys were bankrupted as well. And if this case goes back to trial, they could face, if they're convicted, life imprisonment. And they're not guilty of anything. They're guilty of nothing. They were not uh, in any way threatening to the federal agents that came to the land that tried to seize their cattle, that assaulted uh, Margaret Cliven's uh, sister, that tased his sons, that killed the herds in the, the bulls in the herd, which prevents him from doing business and and all kinds of other atrocities. And, you know, you have to dismiss this, Bill Barr. But no, I didn't even get a response. Zip, nada. I'd even filed a complaint with the Office of Professional Responsibility and the Inspector General to investigate this matter. I had to go to court to try to enforce that because the Justice Department did nothing. And that case was dismissed by an Obama-appointed judge, of course, because Obama... And his Justice Department brought this outrage in the first place. And then the government lawyer on the Justice Department said, oh, we're investigating it, but nothing ever happened. I want you to read my column this week at WND.com. I'm going to post it on FreedomWatchUSA.org. But here's the moral to the story, and we're going to talk about this with Ammon Bundy. In fact, it's the immoral to the story, I might add, is that if you are General Flynn, and I'm happy that the Justice Department moved to dismiss his indictment. Of course, it's not certain that it'll happen because the judge Emmett Sullivan in court several months ago called the general a traitor. I don't know what got into the judge at that point. He's usually a decent judge, but seemed to have lost it at that point. But assuming that it isn't uh, dismissed, it's, it's up to the judge to do it, even though Barr requested it, you have to ask yourself the question, was it because... General Mike Flynn is a Washington insider because he's part of the Washington establishment, because there was so much public relations on Fox News that he felt like he had to curry favor with the so-called conservative community uh, that listens to Fox News. Unfortunately, uh, they shouldn't, but they do because Fox News is two-faced and you know supports only those things which boost its advertising dollars and makes money for it, and this did. But what about the Bundys? Why are they left out in the cold? Why are they less important than General Mike Flynn? And that tells you something about our justice system, and it's why you have a Freedom Watch, it's why you have a Larry Klayman, because we are your Justice Department. We are representative of the people, not the Washington establishment, the insiders in Washington, D.C. And we also, and I want to move to another subject, we're the ones that take action when the Justice Department won't do anything. This attorney general, Bill Barr, has taken a dive on prosecuting the attorney general, not attorney general, uh, prosecuting uh, the former FBI director, James Comey, the deputy FBI director, Andrew McCabe, the FBI special agents struck and Page, the so-called lovebirds, Bruce Orr, a Department of Justice criminal prosecutor who committed other illegal acts, the Bombers, the Clintons, Brennan, Clapper, the intelligence czars, all of whom had violated not just Flynn's constitutional rights, but also the president of the United States, Trump. He hadn't done anything about that. So even though he's recommending the dismissal of the Flynn indictment and prosecution, do not expect him to follow up on that and indict anybody for what has now been uncovered to have been a giant cover-up, what has t- been uncovered to be Illegality and criminality at the Justice Department and elsewhere, including on Capitol Hill, with Adam Shifty Schiff, Gerald Nadler, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of those hacks that created a false narrative of Russian collusion and Ukrainian collusion. It's simply because the establishment only goes so far to protect itself. But if it goes against each other, since there's no honor among thieves, and that's how I would refer to both the Democrat and the Republican Party, the establishment wings of that, which Barr is a card-carrying member, if you go against them, then they will destroy you because they have dirt on you, and they have the deep state inside of the executive branch in particular that will do a real number on you, if not end your career, and maybe even worse. So that's why you find yourself in a situation scratching your head, wanting to understand Why is it that there have been no prosecutions by Attorney General Bill Barr? Don't listen to the Kool-Aid that's being circulated on Fox News, mostly on Hannity, by Sean Hannity, each night, that justice is just around the corner. I say this over and over again. It's not. It's to boost his ratings. It's to boost the advertising dollars of Fox. There ain't going to be no justice here, not with regard to the people that committed the crimes, but the least that the establishment can do is to protect each other. And while in this case I applaud the motion to dismiss the indictment of General Mike Flynn, the reality is is that he's part of that establishment and they're protecting themselves. But don't expect anything to happen affirmatively. And that's why you need a Freedom Watch. That's why you need a Larry Klayman. And go to our website at freedomwatchusa.org. Sign up for our Justice League. You are our superheroes. We are unafraid. We do what needs to be done. And as one example among many, are our cases against the communist China for the coronavirus pandemic. Who else would bring a class action? Who else would bring a criminal complaint at The Hague against the communist Chinese leadership? Who else would bring cases in other countries such as Jerusalem, Israel? There's no doubt that what escaped from that lab was a manufactured bioweapon. Now, there is some evidence that that bioweapon emanated from a lab at Fort Detrick in Maryland that that uh, Anthony Fauci, who sent over $3.7 million to that lab during the Obama administration, that that was then used, the viruses that were being created there. That's a military lab in Fort Detrick, used by the Chinese that they were enhanced. They were laced with HIV. Uh, They were made to be lighter than air. The Chinese obviously took this research on viruses and weaponized it. And there's no doubt about it. And that's why there's no immunity for the lawsuit that we brought, because that's in fact a terrorist weapon. And why is the government going so light on China? Why is the president Trump doing nothing more than calling it a Chinese virus? He hasn't done anything. Is it because he owns hotels that are in China? Is it because loans are coming due to the bank of China of the Trump organization, or is it simply because China is now a great supplier of medicines to the United States, ourselves having gotten ourselves into a great fix. But that's why you need a Freedom Watch and, and a Larry clayman We need to take action ourselves. We don't have to pay for this coronavirus to trillions and trillions of dollars. The Chinese should have to pay. So go to freedomwatchusa.org. Sign up to see if you qualify to be a member of our class action. Support us with tax-deductible contributions. What we're doing is very expensive. We're still relatively small we need to hire more lawyers paralegals investigators and we need to bring cases around the world we need to bring the communist chinese to their knees and we need to make them pay dearly and we can make them pay dearly because there are a lot of assets in this country that are invested that we can attach once we get a jury verdict so i urge you to support freedom watch freedom watch does what i used to do at Judicial Watch bringing hard-hitting cases. Judicial Watch today, under Tom Fitton, brings mostly Freedom of Information Act cases. And then he asked the government to do the people's work. We don't ask the government to do it. We don't trust the government. The government's not going to do anything for us. And you can see that with the Bundys. What they're going to do is continue to persecute we, the people, while at the same time protect themselves, like General Mike Flynn. And although he deserved to have his indictment dismissed, that should have happened years ago. Why did it take three years to get to that point under the Trump Justice Department? Only because recently it was exposed that exculpatory evidence was not provided. But there was enough before that to get rid of it. So go to FreedomWatchUSA.org. Support what we do. We need your help. You are our fellow patriots. And God bless you. We're going to be back. With the second segment, in the Special Prosecutor with Larry Clayman. And after that, we're going to have Ammon Bundy on. And I want you to listen to that very, very carefully. He's very articulate. And he himself walked the walk and stood there in the stead for you. Dangerous. If i here, use the court and the law. Lethal. This is bad.
0: Special prosecutor Very bad. Larry Clayman. If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this
1: radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org. The country continues to be in a state of confusion. The president's not being clear as to whether people should stay quarantined or go out. Individuals who are opening up their places of business and houses of worship in certain states, which are relaxing a bit don't really know how long that's going to last. Government money to pay for the unemployed, to pay for businesses that are going bankrupt or are bankrupt, most of it hasn't arrived yet. This president is in serious trouble when it comes to reelection, and that's a fact. And I personally support him as head of Freedom Watch. I don't tell anybody who to vote for, but we need to do everything we can to hold the Democrats accountable for the various injustices that have occurred during the Obama administration. Of course, we now know that Obama himself knew what was going on with General Michael Flynn. Now, that justice is not going to happen at our so-called Justice Department, at our Department of Injustice, as I call it. It's going to happen if we take action. And we take action because once this coronavirus subsides a bit, we're going to crank up again our citizens' grand juries. We've already indicted Robert Mueller, and of course, now we know that he was instrumental in the prosecutorial abuse of General Mike Flynn, not to mention many others. And we're going to be trying him and frying him legally and peacefully and sentencing him legally and peacefully. And we're going to ask the president to carry out those sentences, and he better do it. It's not enough to talk. It's not enough to tweet. It's not enough to just simply bloviate, as Bill O'Reilly used to say. Action speaks louder than words. God helps those that help themselves. And that's why we will be prosecuting Hillary Clinton. We already did. We indicted her several years ago for violating national security laws. We'll be be prosecuting her, her lovely husband, the Obamas, and the lovebird struck in Page and Comey and, and all of them. We have to do it ourselves, peacefully and legally. And we are entitled to do that. I've said it many, many times is that back in 1992, in a case styled United States versus Williams, Chief Justice Antonin Scalia wrote, majority opinion, that the grand jury belongs to the American people, doesn't belong to the three branches of government. We have the ability to take justice into our own hands, just like Wyatt Earp did in the Old West. He had to. There was no Justice Department then. He had to meet out justice under the law of God as well as the law of man. And he did. And that's something that's going to have to be done again. And while we're happy that General Mike Flynn will likely have his indictment dismissed after years of persecution, what about everybody else that's out there? What about everybody else who's subject to gross prosecutorial abuse, to government tyranny, to the deep state? That needs to be addressed. And we, the people, need to do it ourselves. And we need to clean up. The judiciary, the federal judiciary, by and large, are a bunch of political hacks. You know how they get their job? Usually political campaign contributions by big law firms, by labor unions, by corporations. They want their guy in power. Well, we need a new system of selecting judges, and we have a Freedom Watch Judicial Selection Task Force to make recommendations. But we also need to make it clear that federal judges are not there for life. The Constitution only says they serve for good behavior. It does not give them life tenure. Congress needs to clarify that. And there's nothing in the Constitution that gives them immunity when they make intentionally wrong decisions or grossly negligent or reckless decisions that harm people. That immunity needs to be clarified that it doesn't exist if you do something intentional, willful, or in a grossly negligent manner. The judges should be subject to suit as well And we need to set up special courts to do that or arbitration panels to take care of the victims that are harmed. And I see this every single day. I've been a lawyer now going on 44 years. And we have a a Cadillac of a legal system, but we have drunken drivers on the federal bench. The state bench is much better because those judges are elected. They're accountable to the people. But as Jefferson said, and he predicted, federal judges with lifetime tenure would ultimately become despots. And that's exactly what has happened. So we need to clean up our justice system. And I want you to go to freedomwatchusa.org, contribute to our cause, join our Justice League, get off of the couch. As I've said many, many times, it's, you know, you're know, you accomplishing nothing watching Hannity on Fox News or people like that. You need to take action yourselves and become part of the solution rather than simply be entertained. Entertainment is no longer enough as our country is slipping away and the coronavirus is making it much worse because of the overreaction with regard to draconian orders, imprisoning people in their homes, in effect, in a police state. So I'll be right back with and Bundy. He's with Ammon Bundy, that's his son. And we're gonna be talking about these things. Listen very carefully, because it's extremely important.
0: That make corrupt politicians make wee-wee in their little pants.
1: Transparency
0: and the rule of law will be the touchstones of this president. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Special prosecutor Larry Klayman. Be the one who makes our country great again. Go to freedomwatchusa.org and donate.
1: I'm back with my friend, fellow patriot, a member of the Bundy family, a son of Cliven Bundy, a great man. He's a great man as well. His brothers, Ryan, Ammon, and Dave, were all involved in a successful standoff at Bunkerville several years ago. They were indicted, not just in Las Vegas, Nevada, but also in Oregon. And they were, uh, in fact, acquitted in Oregon. They represented themselves, the Bundys, Ryan and, and Ammon, and also... Their indictment was dismissed ultimately before a hostile federal judge, Gloria Navarro, when we caught the government, so-called government, I might add, the Justice Department, I call it the Department of Injustice, and I'm an alumnus, I was a once proud alumnus, of hiding evidence, of lying to the court, of suborning perjury, and a whistleblower at the end of that trial even came forward by the name of Larry Wooten, who was prepared to testify, never happened, but he's there if we ever need him that there was a kill list on the heads of the Bundys, disparaging also their religious faith. I introduce you to Ammon Bundy. Uh, Ammon's a great man. And I want to discuss with Ammon right up front the recent motion last week of the Justice Department to dismiss the indictment of General Mike Flynn, which I approve of. It should have been dismissed. Of course, the judge Emmett Sullivan has, has called him a traitor, so we're not so sure that that's actually going to happen in the end. But at the same time, as Attorney General Barr takes this action to protect and to, in fact, preserve constitutional rights of a Washington Republican insider, you have the situation of the Bundys, who had a much more egregious situation in terms of withholding exculpatory Brady material and other crimes that were committed by the prosecutors. And no sooner than that indictment was dismissed by a hostile federal judge, Gloria Navarro, who had denied speedy trial rights, who had thrown the Bundys in prison without bail, who even had Cliven in solitary confinement for a while, who denied them right of counsel. That was me for Cliven. Even with all of that, she had to dismiss this complaint. But what happened after that? Lo and behold, the Trump Justice Department run... By Bill Barr. First it was Sessions, then it was Barr. They succeeded each other, took an appeal of the dismissal of the indictment. And after that happened, I wrote to Attorney General Barr and I said, dismiss this appeal. It's a political persecution. It has to end uh, and take action. I tried to communicate with him in other ways. No response. So I want to get Ammon's take on this because he and his father and his sons and his family have been subjected to perhaps the worst example of prosecutorial abuse by the Justice Department in recent history. And yet, Attorney General Bill Barr continues with this appeal but protects a Washington insider like General Mike Flynn. He did the right thing with Flint, but he should also be doing the right thing with the Bundys. Amon?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, Again, I'm with you. I, I definitely approve of the dismissal of of Flynn and, and what they did there, um, it seems to me in our case that, the you know, the prosecutorial misconduct was so gross and it was so uh, blatant and intentional to basically to destroy our family and to cause us tremendous suffering. And because that was exposed, it seems to me that now this appeal, uh, you know, and allowing them to appeal it to the Ninth Circuit is just almost a preservation and a protection of these prosecutors. Now, I might be wrong, but that doesn't seem like justice to me um, when, you know, I mean, it's very clear of what happened and who was the bad actors, and yet they continue to use the court to cover themselves and protect their jobs.
1: Well, that's right. And, in fact, I had filed on behalf of Cliven a complaint with the Office of Professional Responsibility Inspector General and I even went to court to try to force an investigation. The Justice Department lawyer, a young lawyer, assured the court that that was occurring, but it never occurred and they haven't addressed it. And of course, what these prosecutors are doing, this is the same U.S. Attorney's Office that committed all of the prosecutorial abuse. They're hoping that they get a reversal and if they get a reversal, God forbid, and I'm confident that they won't. But if they do, then you're back in court again for another uh, persecution. With the risk potentially of life imprisonment. Obviously, we feel confident we'd win, but to put you through all of that emotionally and financially and otherwise, and your family, I mean, that's criminal in my opinion. And I wanted to point out the dichotomy here because, you know, if you're part of that Washington Insider Club, particularly a Republican establishment club, then maybe justice might be around the corner. But if you're the Bundys, just ordinary people, and you know, are persecuted to this extent and don't have the ability to have a megaphone on Fox News that influences Attorney General Barr, then you're left out in the cold. So that's my thought on that. But let's turn to another big issue here because you've been instrumental, Ammon, and I commend you for that, in opposing these very tyrannical, draconian orders of state's governors, which effectively imprison people in their homes and prevent them from even attending houses of worship to pay their homage to God. And uh, you've been active. I want them to understand, our listeners, what you've done. Uh, I myself filed a lawsuit for Ben Stein in California. The court hasn't even processed the complaint after a month and a half. They're in Sacramento. They're obviously in cahoots with, with the governor, Newsom. But to tell us what you've been doing and why you feel so strongly about these draconian, tyrannical orders of the governors that imprison us in our homes
2: well first of all i uh, as many of your listeners may know but my family and i father uh several brothers uh and myself and and others that were standing with us spent two years in in uh, federal detention centers we were never convicted of a crime never have been convicted of a crime um but none the same uh we were we were uh Put there we were never once allowed to physically touch or uh, or see our families directly. Uh, we, were, we were never allowed any contact or you know any of that and as family man that was very difficult with little children and you know watching our children grow up while we were in, in those places knowing that we were innocent and that what we did was actually correct And then in 2017 I spent uh, the majority of 2017 in solitary confinement. And uh, to wake up each day and not be able to decide what you're going to do with your time, to not be able to decide what you're going to eat, uh, what you're going to do with your, the energy you have with your body, um, and not be able to see the sun, not be able to go outside, not be able to communicate with people, not be able to worship together, um, that had a huge impact on me and understanding what liberty truly was. And so when I see what these people do, are doing, where they're literally making it so each person in their state or city or whatever it might be has to basically become a prisoner in their own home, it may not be to the extent of solitary confinement, but it, it is certainly the same thing. And uh, I, I feel a duty and driven in, in literally every way to do all I can to make sure that the the power that these tyrannical individuals are trying to exercise on other people um, basically becomes uh, null and void. And the way we've been doing that is simply not complying. I believe that the way you take care uh, or take power away from a tyrant is to not comply to them. And it's not just about not complying either. Um, It's about um, the question is, is whose rights are these? Do the rights do the right to tr- is the right to travel the right to worship the right to trade and, and to you know own a business um, are those rights individual rights do they belong to each person or do they belong to the uh, a government personnel to the to the government and I think that's the question that's being asked and I, I the one way to make sure that those that are confused about whose rights these are one way to make sure, that they understand is to not comply, and to say they belong to me, they do not belong to you, therefore I will go to church, therefore I will open my business, therefore I will travel, I will do the things that I have a right to do, because those rights came from God to me, and you are nowhere in the middle. So that's the message, and that's what we've been doing, Larry.
1: Have you been threatened by the federal government over this policy, over your your civil disobedience? And there's been many examples of civil disobedience in American history. Henry David Thoreau, Martin Luther King, others. I mean, what you're doing is in furtherance of the kinds of things that they pursued. But have you been threatened or or in any way uh, harmed thus far?
2: I have not. I actually have not. Uh, You know, we've held church services uh, with hundreds of people in attendance. We've held, uh, you know, large uh, business, uh, almost like expos at the Capitol building where we had a couple thousand people. Uh, We've had a meeting every Thursday where we have, you know, close to 200 people that attend. And uh, to be honest with you, we've called their bluff. Um, They haven't wanted to move. And I believe there's lots of reasons for that. Um, I will say that I've got, because of there's you know there's an element of social bullying that is actually expected by these uh, individuals in power. I guess they expect people that follow them to bully other people when they don't comply. So there's been certainly a large amount of that and and death threats and that kind of stuff. So I just got to the point where if I don't get a death threat at least every day, I don't feel like I'm doing my job. <laughs> well,
1: I, I feel the same way I am, and I've had a few in my career as well. Uh, a wise person once told me, you measure your effectiveness by your enemies. And if they're not upset, you're not doing their job. You're not doing your job. Of course, they're not doing theirs either in terms of our Constitution. You and your dad and your brother Ryan and others in your family are tremendous constitutionalists. You're, you're experts in the Constitution. You had to really study it, uh, not just because the land which the federal government tried to take away from you. And when that didn't happen, seize your cattle and and assault uh, your aunt, Margaret, tase uh, other people and kill bulls of the herd, which you need for make your livelihood and bury them in a mass grave. I mean, it was a horror story what went on over there. But uh, that land does not belong to the federal government it belongs to the people of nevada and of course we're fighting on those fronts as well tell us a little bit about that and, and your dad cliven used to call it his 16 second defense of this entire thing
2: yeah so yeah 16 second defense is the federal government doesn't own the land he's not ranching on uh u.s government property and uh and and you know, basically, he he owns it. I mean, he has a deed with the state of Nevada, multiple. He has 11 deeds with the state of Nevada that document his livestock watering and grazing rights in the state of Nevada. And really, when it boils down to it, what, what's been happening to the ranchers for the last literally 40 years is the same deep state stuff that now is affecting everybody. And in in 2015, when the Hammond situation came around, I actually wrote it and documented it. I said, if we don't stop what's happening to the Hammonds, it's going to come to every house in America. Well, Larry, that's exactly what's happened. It's the same battle. Uh, it's, it's about controlling the land and resources. It's about building up standing armies so that they can control and force and, and, and build up massive wealth and massive power unto themselves. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, the ranchers had to be exposed to it first, and there was others. Uh, uh, but, um, and it decimated our industry to the point where in the Mojave Desert, my dad was the only one, sta- only man- rancher standing. And that was simply because he was just so stubborn that he was not going to yield. And, uh, and he knew he was correct, and we, you know, understood and studied in great depth for many years the Constitution and the intent and uh, most of what these people do even what they're doing now they do not have authority from the people to to do it the charters do not authorize it the constitution is very clear
1: that's true we're running out of time right now we're going to bring you back we've had clive in the one we've had ryan in the past but you're a very brave family i love your family Uh, i feel like i'm an honorary member at this point thank you for everything you've done not just for your own situation but also for the american people god bless you and we'll Thank have you back god. again because this is a continuing saga the out of control deep state that's persecuting the american people take care
0: As a trial lawyer, he sliced him and diced him.
1: People used to ask me, Larry, what caused you to start Judicial Watch and now Freedom Watch, given the powerful forces in this country, that put you at risk?
0: In a meat packing plant. I'm the
1: son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. A
0: very special prosecutor,
1: Larry Klayman. If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org. Now the verdict. Patriots, supporters, and friends, the verdict is... We need to do it for ourselves. I keep saying this over and over again. I need your support. You know, there used to be an expression during World War II Uncle Sam wants you. Larry Clayman and Freedom Watch want you. Please join our Justice League. Please become part of our Citizens Army. We will peacefully and legally restore justice and the rule of law to this country if we all hang together. But if we don't, We'll all hang separately, as Benjamin Franklin said. And we particularly need your help with regard to these lawsuits against the Chinese, the communist Chinese, for their pandemic, for what they caused with what's likely a bioweapon that was being developed in a laboratory in Wuhan, China. And regrettably, we apparently gave the seeds of that virus to the Chinese, which they then manipulated and made into a bioweapon. See, this is the deep state. You have to ask yourself this question. Why did $3.7 million go over during the Obama administration to the same laboratory that released this virus that is destroying the country and the world? That needs more than an investigation. And that's why we have lawsuits to get to the bottom of that. We have a Freedom of Information Act case about that. And we have a lawsuit that we had to file because government didn't respond. But to say that the deep state intelligence agencies have the answers here. No, they're part of the problem. They, in fact, are complicit in this pandemic. And the irony is, is that the communist Chinese are not totally wrong because we participated in this and we gave them the murder weapon, which they used against us by enhancing it, by lacing it with HIV, by making sure that the molecules were lighter than air that would spread. And this this week, it was revealed that this virus mutates over and over and over again. The vaccines that are currently being created, assuming that vaccines are appropriate and would even work, are probably no longer even applicable because the virus is now in a different form. It changes forms, it morphs into other forms. We are facing extinction in this country. Maybe not from this coronavirus, but the next one. Terrorists are likely gonna have this idea. They're gonna be copycats. We need to get prepared. Where has our government been? For the last many years, since 9-11, we knew there would be a bioweapon attack, either accidentally or or on purpose. We did nothing. Every successive president did nothing. Now, I excuse President Trump to to a large extent because they had him involved in witch hunts and, and, and impeachment. It caused him to take the eye off the ball. But now we better get our eye on the ball. And that's why you need to support our cases against the communist Chinese. It's not against the Chinese people. They're good people. 30% 30% of the people that signed up for our class action are Chinese Americans or Asian Americans. They're patriots. It's these communist Chinese, these evil people in Beijing that need to be held accountable. They're just like the evil people in North Korea, in Iran, in Venezuela, in Cuba, around the world. There are many villains out there. You know, and getting back to the Wyatt Earp analogy, because I remember a trailer I watched of the movie Wyatt Earp of Kevin Costner where his dad says to him, he says, Wyatt You're going to be going out in the world someday. And I want you to know there's some really bad people out there. And when you encounter them, make sure that you strike first. Strike first. Now, we do it peacefully and legally. But don't give them a chance to get up off the mat. Don't give them a chance to kill you. And that's why you need a Freedom Watch, because we are always out there on the cutting edge. We just don't get documents. We bring hard-hitting cases. And we're representing you, the American people. So I urge you to join Freedom Watch's Justice League, to become part of the solution, not to be an innocent bystander entertained by the likes of Sean Hannity and his monotonous guests each night. You have to do something yourself. Turn it off. Get to work. Join what we are doing. Contribute to our cause with tax-deductible contributions. This is expensive. And pray. Pray to God. And God will help those that help Themselves, God is with us. We will prevail. Just like the ancient Israelites prevailed over the Egyptians when let Moses left and found the promised land. We will again find the promised land if we work together and do something positively. So until next week, please share this radio show and the daily podcasts and please stay safe and stay well. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless my family. God bless America and God save America. And thank you for listening to me. I'll be back next week with another edition of Special Prosecutor with Larry Klayman.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.